0: Music. Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, we are shifting gears this week and putting the gears in the hands of TK, Tony Khan. God help us all. It is AEW Full Gear Week, and we are going to look through all of the big matches that have been announced for Full Gear happening on a Saturday. And with me this week is the great Nate. Nate, the and great host of the Brace for Impact impact podcast is going to try to help me steer this ship that is aew full gear and oh yeah tony Khan has a bunch of other freaking announcements so sit back relax and jesus take the wheel it is kings of the rings podcast episode number 359 shifting gears with nate the great exclusively here on wrestle radio and it starts right now Well, uh, hello. How are you today, folks? Welcome to a live episode of Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 359, Shifting Gears. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. Thank you for joining me again on this lovely uh, Wednesday night, November 15th, 2023. If you like what you're seeing or if you like us just in general, please like, share, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or just leave us a review or a comment in general. Buy some of our merch. I'm wearing some of my great merch right now. Links to all of that are in the description below. We have a really, really fun episode for you tonight. Uh, We are going to be talking a lot about AEW Full Gear because Full Gear is this weekend. Next weekend is Survivor Series, and then we get a little bit of a breather before we get into the end of the year. And oh yeah, there's this thing called Wrestle Kingdom that we have to start preparing for as well. So helping me ship gears and to steer this Tony Khan coke-infueled ship that there is, is the host of the Brace for Impact podcast, Covering all things uh, TNA and Impact, whatever the hell they're calling themselves these days. Ladies and gentlemen, back again for the very third time at this point. I don't even freaking know. Nate VF and great. Nate, how are you?
1: Oh my gosh. As soon as you said Tony Khan, I'm like, oh joy, this is going to be one of those good shows. Yes, this... it is. <laughs> this is going to be one of those shows. But let's start on a high note because the only way we can do that is by announcing. From the Kings of the Rings podcast. Yes, this please. This
0: King please. Ricky Rosé. I swear that one of these days we are going to actually have to record that and then I'm going to just embellish it in post and make it like the most ridiculous, I'm talking like royal trumpet horns and all of this stuff. And that will be like my my intro to anything I do. Like it'll be on like my rider if I ever become famous. Like this is exactly the thing you have to play before I even make an appearance on your show. Like that's what I'm, I'm gonna be leaning towards, uh, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like we don't have contracts
1: here, but we're going to have that inserted into the contracts and there somewhere. Something
0: like that, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a clause, but it's one that I approve of. So Exactly. Exactly. That's 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 how things are gonna be. And so Let's get into this week in wrestling before we get into full gear, which we're going to talk about a lot, but we got to talk about uh, the things coming up uh, on WWE. And there's, a, there's a lot of, I, I, excuse my, excuse my French. Which I don't know a lick of these days as I had a C average in high school, but there's a lot of gang shit going on in WWE. And, and for instance, Drew McIntyre as partnered with Rhea Ripley, because I don't want to say the judgment day. I want to say Drew McIntyre partnered with Rhea Ripley and, if we are being honest, why wouldn't you? Look at that face. Look at that face. Um, <laughs> it is not going to be the intro of Tales of an Epic Nature, Mr. Friends. I have something completely different for that whenever that returns. Uh, hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh, but Drew McIntyre has sided with the Judgment Day, uh, potentially being their maybe fifth member for War Games. I mean, there's only been one War Games match announced. And it's four participants on each side. I know War Games has fluctuated between four and five throughout the last couple of years, whenever War Games has decided to rear its head, either in NXT or on the main roster. Um. But with Wargames so close, and it being in your backyard nate Chicago, um, which I'm If I really get bored, I will drive up there
1: (laughs) to Chicago
0: (laughs) as a big if. But I have a lot of friends where I can stay, so I don't care at this point. And I bought my car, so I don't have to care about mileage. Um, (laughs) Do you believe that Drew McIntyre will be the fifth member of a Judgment Day War Games team?
1: I do, as a matter of fact. And I do believe that uh, Dirty Dom is going to be replaced by Daddy Drew. In all honesty, it's just (laughs) it just makes sense, honestly. I mean, for a long time, I always said that uh, it was always Daddy Ciampa. But Daddy Drew has a really nice ring to it. (laughs) Daddy Drew and Mommy Rhea. I mean, it writes itself right there. It is the
0: alliteration of it all. I I can't deny that. Daddy Drew just kind of (laughs) works.
1: It's one of those things where I would love for in the matchup for Drew to just do a Claymore to Dominic. And then just throw him on top of somebody and get and Dom still gets the pin. <laughs> just like, I don't know why. It's just one of those things where it's like it's a such a weird thing to do, but at the same time, Drew would be that person and be like, you know, stay away from my lady. Also, make sure we win. <laughs>
0: That's all right. So you're you're saying that Drew replaces Dom altogether, keeping it four on four. Honestly, you know what? I didn't think about that, but honestly, I think that makes even more sense at this point. <laughs> Interesting. That would be very I mean because JD McDonough is now a full-fledged member of a Judson day after the longest pledge process I've ever seen. you don't even make freshmen go through that much of a pledge process uh, in college um, so you have you got JD, you got Damien who is doing things <laughs> you got Finn uh, and you got Dom and Drew. I mean so let's just say for for argument's sake, that Drew becomes the fifth member of Team Judgment Day, which is kind of weird, but I'm fine. Who then becomes, I, I guess it's Team Cody? Team, t- team, team Cody and Seth. Like, who, who becomes the fifth member of that team? So there were some
1: rumors that it may be Randy Orton, but I've heard rumors that have debunked that. So... If I were to take somebody different, I think this may be a bit of a chance. But at the same time, can you think of a better way to debut a new star on there but to have him in war games? I would have, honestly, Braun Breaker debut in that and just wreck shit up, as a Steiner would do.
0: (laughs) My only issue with that is that Braun is on such a fun heel run that I can't see him debuting for the face team, like reverting back to a face where he was, he was okay, but he wasn't anything that like made him stand out. I feel like heel brawn, that's a, that's a problem. Heel brawn breaker is a problem, you know, face brawn. I feel like it's a step back.
1: Uh, but I also would like to say, can't you just see though him just spearing Finn, J.D., and especially Dom in midair in such glorious fashion.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I do, and I do, and I do have this kind... Of Survivor Series debuts are historically a really important thing. The Undertaker debuted, Scott Steiner himself debuted at Survivor Series. <laughs> what a um,
1: debut! Give me the frickin' mic!
0: <laughs> yes, among other things. Yeah, he, he beat up um, Matt Hardy and... Uh, Chris Nowinski. Chris Nowinski, who, who ends up being one of the most powerful and influential people in sports history, which is crazy to think about. Um, and yeah, there's that. So the Survivor Series debuts are usually held for something that's really big or returns and things like that. So Randy Orton makes sense. But if we want to go the Braun Breaker route, I need, this is me just being a dick, I need Braun Breaker to come out, like, 96, 97 Rocky via, Like, I want pineapple haircuts. I want the blue. <laughs> <laughs> I want the blue whatever he was wearing. The tassels, uh, the tassels. I want the whole thing. Like, give me it all. Like, totally. And I need, like, Michael Cole to be like, and there's a blue chip right there. Like, I need the whole thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bra- bra-
0: brawny steiner via brawny steiner via yeah now Orva- or he comes out in the chainmail head the chainmail headpiece that oh. uh that his uncle would wear all the time which i thought was a dope look and i still think it's a dope look i put my 2k character in that chainmail headpiece all the time um <laughs> i i really do but uh if we go do five i think randy Orton's a great because he's a face and he's a legend and he'll come back as a face no matter what um but i t- what if it's Jade Cargill? Like, wh- like what if? Like, what if? <laughs> I mean, all the hype up.
1: I mean, that's one way to debut her. <laughs> there is yeah. Like, war games.
0: Seriously, I mean, there's... They're hyping up Jade a lot, and I feel like rightfully so. She's money. Like, she is. She's money. She she, she will print money in whatever she does. Um But at some point, it becomes like a money-in-the-bank thing. You keep dragging it out and dragging it out and dragging it out that you're going to forget about. And, like, you got to kind of strike when the iron's hot. But then again, I also understand that WWE wants to make sure that a talent like Jade is shown in a proper fashion. You know, and they're not going to try to embarrass this high-profile signing. Be it as in May, Survivor Series War Games would be his. Like, if she becomes the, like, they essentially essentially the a lone survivor in war games against the win and just, like, bodies all these dudes, like, how ridiculous would that be? That would
1: be the moment where she just <laughs> peeks in WWE. And <laughs> like, literally, she'll just mouth the words, TK. <laughs> and that's it. Just, just, just the arms out being like, Look what you missed out on,
0: bitch. I can see, I can see Tony, like, he, Tony would be happy and crying at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's so beautiful. We should have renegotiated. <laughs>
1: yes, you should know, But well, The problem is that she looks at the women's division. It's like, oh, I got to go to a place where there's a better women's division. And, well, WWE seems to be doing better. Let's do that. But yeah. what about TNA? WWE, it is.
0: Yeah, well, I guess we're calling it TNA now because we're never just going to call it Impact anymore since the rebrand.
1: I, re- I re- didn't call it anything else besides TNA. I refuse to call it Impact because it was just one of those things where, and I've mentioned this before, that I feel like Mick Foley drags down TNA quite a bit during his run. Mm. And I'm watching the shows, and I'm like, oh, gosh, this is not as good as I remember it being. <laughs> but that'll be for later on, and I'll make an announcement about the... You know, future of brace for impact going into twenty twenty four.
0: Yes, yeah. Keep, keep that thought in mind. But let's move on. To some other stuff. So Continue to be uh, the gang warfare. Uh, damage control is five people. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. <laughs> damage triads at this point. Who knows? Ah, uh, listen, Kyrie Sane, best best elbow in the business. I like how she's still Kyrie, but there's a little bit more of a grit to her. Thank you, New Japan, for allowing us to to have Kyrie evolve. Uh to me, this clear and Asuka joining was kind of be had to see it coming. Uh, mm-hmm. but still, I everybody kinda of always wanted Asuka, EO, and Kyrie to kind of be a thing, not just because they're Asian, just because that would be an awesome faction. To me at mm-hmm. least. Um so like you know this this kind of makes sense, but, but this also screams war games. Like this also screams damage control has made five people just for war games, and they might split up after this. That is my prediction with that. So with that being said, so let's say let's say damage control team damage control is women's war games. Is so, women's war games is going to happen? Like that is a guarantee because EO sky EO is going to jump off of something big like the top of the war games case. That's what EO does. Look at NXT. So, Nate, I'm going to give this to you. Um, Name the five women that go up against damage control in war games. That's a tough one. I'll count them for you.
1: All right. So, I think right now that we're going to put in, because she has to be in... War game matchup.
0: Oh, that's a Charlotte Flair one. Yep, that's Charlotte's one.
1: <laughs> uh, Bianca Belair Two. I'm also trying to think about who the other women are on the SmackDown roster right
0: now.
1: <laughs> um, just because she is a face, I'll throw in Zelina
0: Vega. Interesting call. She's got her own issues to deal with. Well, I mean, does she, though? Because... There's
1: a part of me that thinks that it's because of a certain six-one-nine member that kind of brought it on, but that's that's beside the point. We'll get so. to that in a second.
0: But yeah, so you got three.
1: Um, she's got to make it, she's got a comeback sometime. It, oh, wait, that's right. Shotzi's going to be involved in that. That's four. Um,
0: who's your fifth? That's the big one. Who's the fifth?
1: I've heard people say Becky Lynch, but I say give it to Mia Yim.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I, I I I like that idea of giving it to Mia. Um, I, I like that a lot. Uh, I don't know how Zelina fits. I also wouldn't know how Becky would fit either. And I, I, because we, I think it's been well documented the animosity, the real life animosity between Becky, Rebecca Quinn, and Charlotte Ashley Flair. <laughs> You know, and like that, almost played out very horribly on TVs. Remember the title exchange ceremony? Oh, um, you know, Boy, yeah, yeah, ugh, yeah, very bad TV. Um, so I don't know if that would even be a possibility at this point in time. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Um, because like, I think go ahead. if they
1: were, like the whole like brand warfare deal, I could see it,
0: but. Mm-hmm. I think
1: that with them now having general managers that are establishing, no, we have brands, we have our exclusive people, they need to do it. It just just makes more sense to keep it that exclusive deal. So if you have it to where it's like brand exclusivity, Raw gets men's war game, SmackDown gets women's, I'm all for that.
0: Yeah, I'm all for it too.
1: But if they try to like, you know, Put somebody from a different brand in there, then they're basically saying we're still saying f you to the brand split, <laughs> and people have complained about that.
0: Yeah, so it, it's gonna be interesting, uh, especially with uh, with with everything that's that's gonna go down with, especially with the Raw's the biggest the biggest TV deal that's still in in link in limbo is the Raw deal. NXT has a new home. Excuse me. Um, NXT has a new home. NXT. Uh, NXT uh, SmackDown has a new home. We're just waiting for Raw's new home, if they even are going to get a new home. Uh, so that'll be very interesting. Dakota Kai. Oh, good call. Good call, Sir Charles. Welcome to the show. Dakota Kai is not healthy yet. Dakota Kai will not be ready for war games. So that, because I forgot, that knee is real messed up. Um, so that actually, t- it, could, it could be women's four and four. Okay. Which Ben, if you eliminate Zelina, that makes sense. Yes, yes. Okay, totally forgot that. Thank you for that addition, Charles. That's right. Dakota Kai is not going to be ready until I think next early next year. Like we're talking like middle WrestleMania season next year. She'll be wrestling. Like if she wrestles now, it would be really weird. Because from what I what I've heard, that knee is tore up from the floor up. Like it's not looking good for her
1: i'm hoping it's not a situation where it ends her career because
0: i don't think it is it's just one of those things that they're just like take your time I, I hope so
1: but you know at the same time i feel like with the different person at the helm i feel more confident that dakota kai is not going to be asked. <laughs> okay so you got about three months of recovery we're gonna put you on tonight <laughs> yeah oh why I, oh, it's fine. It's just going to be like one kick, and then one kick later, her knee is still messed up.
0: I love Visaya Le Run. She's becoming the new Mike Tyson, and I freaking love it. Justice for <laughs> Zaya. Um That would be great. So let's move on. So it could be it could a women's four-on-four, four too, which would be very, very interesting. Uh, also, more gang stop, and now we have infighting between, <laughs> between the one gang. Yeah, I love this photo, too. Um, Santos, if we all watched Crown Jewel, deliberately deliberately, and no one can tell me different, deliberately left those brass knuckles there to take out Ray. Now, I'm not saying he's in cahoots with Logan Paul, who is trying to pawn off the United States Championship. Um, He literally brought the U.S. title to a pawn shop and tried to get it appraised. (laughs) (laughs) But... This seems to be a bigger story. Kayfabe aside, Rey Mysterio needed knee surgery, and so you wrote him off. But this was coming anyways, I feel like. Um, And to be honest with you, Nate, I like it. I always thought NXT Santos, when he was running Legato, uh, was a fantastic character. And the LWO thing was perfect. It was good. But I, I think looking back at it now, um raise out to twenty twenty four. yeah knee surgery takes a long time Uh, i think looking at it now it kind of and maybe they felt like it wasn't ready but it kind of pushed that santos character to the side it kind of became kind of just became a guy you know where in nxt you look at santos and you're like this could be the guy instead of a guy he could be the guy um And now, hopefully, this gives Santos a a a time to shine, especially as a very cool kind of Don santos Escobar that he was cultivating in NXT. Um, And, you know, get knee surgery, Ray. Do what you need to do. Uh, What do you think of Santos potentially taking the helm here?
1: Love it. I think that Santos definitely needed a bit of a rebrand, and I do think that we are eventually going to get probably Santos versus Rey Mysterio- on a big time pay per view, uh, probably not at WrestleMania if that's going to be knee surgery because we've <laughs> we know our history with Ray and uh, knee surgeries and they, like we said, take a while. Yes, they do. And it, it is kind of funny that now I'm just realizing, oh well, So when Ray Mysterio loses big, it's because he's got to get surgery on his knee. Oh my gosh, this is a weird trend. This <laughs> he lost his world title because he needed to get knee surgery. Oh well, he lost this title because he needed knee surgery. Oh. He's got, he's losing this big matchup, but why is he, knees, knees, oh, got it. Got it.
0: <laughs> no, but it's, it's good, it's good. I think Ray did what he needed to do with, uh, with, with LWO, and they're, they're great, and let's see what to do when Santos kind of takes the helm. It should be different, but, you know, uh, this gives Santos some time to shine. What's up?
1: I'll, I will say this, that if they make this faction a heel, that may be a problem. Because they're always going to be overshadowed by the bloodline.
0: That is true. It is possible that Santos should go out on his own, which I kind of don't like. Um, but I mean the big thing here is like what is Carl what are what's the thing with him and Carlito? That's that's the big kind of thing you have to solve at the moment to see where this is gonna go. And I like it. I like it. Carlito versus Santos, I'm all for it. Uh, let's let's move on, and let's actually shift gears uh, to what we all came here for, probably. What we all came here for. Uh, but yeah, it's AEW. Full gear is happening uh, this week, and it's actually happening on Saturday. And I don't remember any time where an AEW pay-per-view has actually been on a Saturday. I like the move. Uh, but however, because it's on Saturday... A Couple of things are changing. Uh, usually, Saturday is filled up with this show called AEW Collision. So, Collision, oh, that's right. Collision is not happening on Saturday. What's going to happen? Oh, no. What's going to happen is that on Friday night, you are getting Rampage and collision
1: oh it's worse <laughs> oh, no. yes.
0: yes on a friday night you are getting rampage and collision leading into full gear the next day um be it as it may this is late breaking this happened a little bit earlier um This happened a little bit uh, earlier, a couple of hours ago before we started recording. It has been revealed via Tony Khan's Twitter. So Tony Khan tweeted again that he allegedly, he allegedly has a big name signee that is going to be showing up Full Gear Week, and I believe it's going to be on Friday um collision versus smackdown i know who's winning that one um so tony khan says he has a big wrestling name coming to la to sign their contract to become an official member of aew and it's somebody who was well respected already within the aew locker room and is heralded according to tony khan as a top performer in in the industry, that's all he said. Um, He probably said too much already because why would you ruin your own surprise, Tony? But whatever. Um, I know who I don't want it to be, but I have no idea who it could be, but I'm gonna leave that to you, Nate, to even, and you guys in the chat too, throw out some guesses about who it could be. Uh, But who do you think, as I almost throw a pen, um, who do you think is Tony Khan's big signing in L.A. at the Kia Forum, which is a historical uh, place in and of itself. But who is Tony Khan's big signee this weekend?
1: I do know that if it's already everything, I will lose my shit. If it
0: is Eva Marie, I will be the happiest person in the world. (laughs) Listen, folks, let's bring the camera on me. All right. There is nothing I love more than seeing the IWC burn to the ground and Eva Marie heralded as a top performer in the industry and signing her contract in L.A. on AEW TV would make me cry tears of joy as one of the greatest things I've ever seen in the history of wrestling, just because I want to see the IWC burned to the ground, and <laughs> that would start the flames off once again. Carl Malone would be hysterical as well. Great call, Charles. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Ooh, that is an interesting one. Our smiley it's Hulk Hogan. It's not Hulk Hogan. Oh. <laughs>
1: We don't need any more BS in wrestling. Come on. Yeah,
0: and I, and I knock on wood, I do not believe it is Mercedes either um, as well. But okay. I didn't think about this. What if it's Dolph? Hmm. Smiley said it's the show off. I have not thought about Dolph. Some people said punk. It's not punk. Um, <laughs> uh, Sh- or Sheldon Benjamin. That's also a good guess, Smiley. Sheldon fits Tony's M.O., I think. Uh, Mustafa Lee, I don't think Mustafa's showing up on AEW. Not right now. Uh, I'd love to see it be Sammy Callahan. I think that would be a good one. Sammy Callahan's character fits AEW's um, AEW's product really well. Sammy Callahan would be great.
1: I would love to just see like right off the bat, Sammy Callahan just come out. Moxie's just trying to be buddy buddy to him and Sally Cannon's just like, no, just pile drives him and just be him like, that's not happening. Sammy Callahan, John Moxie, here you go. There's your twenty twenty four feud of the year.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I know I know a um I know a couple of people who are diehard Mox fans and also diehard Sammy Callahan fans who would have a hard time trying to pick between the two. callahan uh mustafa is out in freelance wrestling okay um (laughs) perk angle it's not perk angle (laughs) (laughs) that is different from kurt angle that is let's let's get that clear there is kurt angle and there is perk angle i do know the difference right there is a there are two completely different monsters (laughs) okay and i don't think either of them are showing up on AEW uh, this weekend. I, I, Dolph, I think is a, is a good one. Uh, Sheldon's makes sense. Sammy Callahan is a good one as well. Um, who else would just be just like out there? Why should be like Dana Brooke? Um, <laughs> Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, you know all of them.
1: Um, you, you know, it just reaches a point where when he says special announcement. You're gonna get either something good or utter disappointment. So I'm not throwing that, I'm not I'm not throwing that away. Where it being like, oh, it's it's not Dana Brooks. Like you know what? At this point, Tony Khan doesn't know how to do a special announcement anymore. It's probably gonna be a disappointment. thing step.
0: with Tony Khan's special announcement: they're not special anymore. No, because they happen every week. They happen all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I mean, Osprey is also a good guess as well because Osprey is still out there and Osprey is now open to being more confined to the states. Mm-hmm. Um, which is good for him. Flip's not going to CMLL. I'm going to say something that's going to piss a lot of people off, and I really don't care. Um, speaking of CMLL in Mexico, <laughs> it goes against everything Tony said as a well-respected wrestler in the industry. Uh, what if it's Tessa Blanchard?
1: Oh, boy. That. I think other than Eva Marie, that would be the moment where the IWC would just be like, are you
0: fucking kidding me? Eva Marie would be funny. Like let's let's get this straight. Eva Marie would be funny, and I think that would be great. Tessa Blanchard would would actually be very problematic for a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, Osprey's contract ends in February. He can still sign an intent and not show up on AEW TV for a very, very long time until the end of February. Uh, it also gives him time to drop Bubba freaking IWGP belts.
1: I, w- I will tell you this, Ricky. I do have a quick story to tell you that's even related. Oh, please so, do. So I don't know if you remember this. Back at WrestleMania 32, the final Raw, where yeah. uh, t- like it was like Team... Total Divas versus Team Team Bad and Blonde, that's what it
0: was. Oh, that was the pre-show match. I was I was in the state I was in the arena for that match. That was Bree Bella's uh retirement match, kind of.
1: Um so that raw that raw where we were just trying to figure out like some of the like who's gonna be like the final member of Team uh Total Divas. I yeah. just sitting there with my friends, and I said, I have a horrible feeling that's Eva Marie. And and my friends are just kind of like, you know, I don't think she's going to be that ready for it. As soon as we heard the music (laughs) and she comes out, we literally – one friend is freaking out. The other friend leaves the room and he is silent for the rest of the night. For me, I was at first like awestruck and like thinking what the hell just happened. But then about 10 minutes later – I had a laugh attack. I literally <laughs> was laughing for like five minutes straight, and I just couldn't stop. I was broken at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be another moment where it's like, you want to see me die? Have Tony Khan sign Eva Marie to AEW.
0: Listen, I, in in some instances, I feel bad for Eva Marie because she was never given a chance from the jump. Um, and I think with the right time out of a camera she probably would have done really well i i do say I, I will say this that her second run in wwe when they just played up the whole shtick was amazing loved every moment of it um when they just played up the fact that she's just, like ridiculous and can't really wrestle and like have, finds ways to win i was like that's a great run it's a great run for her um but hey more power deer. she's doing her own thing what if it's mandy rose speaking of people to cons Ooh. that's a it's possible like Mandy Rose did a dumb thing and got fired um, as far as her contract went <laughs> you know what I mean um, financially it was great for her she's making crap tons of money oh. but as a character perspective right when she got fired she would be great. Like, that character is a great character. She finally found her stick, and she unfortunately got fired because she did a contractually dumb thing. Uh,
1: I would love her, for her first line to be like, I got fired because I was too hot for their television show.
0: Honestly, that's a great, that's a great opening line for her. That would be a great opening line for her. Just call it out, say it what it is. She's a hot bitch. Like, just call it what it is. <laughs> you know, um, Mandy would be a good would be a good one. I think for them. And
1: she she has a what was that what was that thing called with uh, Mandy, Paige and Sonya? Was it Absolution or something like that? It was uh, that her...
0: <laughs> Yeah, it was Absolution. <laughs> oh, Absolution reunion with her and Paige. Exactly. Tony signs only fans itself. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Sure. <laughs> That's a good. Get... All right, we can go all and on about this, but Full Gear is happening this weekend. It's on a Saturday at the Kia Forum, one of the uh, I think it's a I think it's a local landmark uh, for LA. But Showtime Lakers are there. A lot of legendary concerts have been there at the Kia Forum. Uh, pretty awesome historical venue. That aw is going to be doing this show and over a series of shows in, uh, and they have about nine matches on this card. Uh, and the first match we're going to talk about is the main event, which is will probably be the main event the aew world title is going to be on the line mjf the reigning aew world champion versus former iwgp heavyweight champion the switchblade J. white uh this is what the show is supposed to be built off of this i mean we have jay white being a natural heel that he is mjf being a face which i'm still kind of struggling with him as a face because I think it's because I know too much of his of his hometown stuff because both being from Long Island we kind of have the stereotypes about each other um so I don't know if I drop MG, if mJF drops here or he drops later especially with his contract coming up and I know I talked about this like I think last week or so uh, but I'm on a hard time with this Is like the big question here is, when do you have MGF relinquish this? You don't like you don't want a CM Punk incident. You don't want him holding the title hostage while he renegotiates a contract. Like you don't want to do that. Like if Tony Khan should learn from anything, you should learn from that. So when do you and all you know the Montreal screw job and all that stuff? Uh, so when do you when do you comfortably let go of this title? MGF has been carrying this company significantly well as a very homegrown talent, as one of the better homegrown talent champions uh, that AEW's had. There hasn't been many of them um, in the world title scene, at least. But you have Jay White, who can play a great heel, and what makes a good babyface is a great heel. Uh, Because a good babyface is really good in the chase. So I don't know here, but I feel like they're going to go safe here. And my prediction, before we move on to you, is that MJF retains here, but he loses soon afterwards. That's what I'm gonna go with. Nate, what about you?
1: I'm gonna give you the perfect prediction right here. So, oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> MJF is going to retain via shenanigans from the devil themselves, mm-hmm. and what's gonna happen is that MJF is gonna somehow get the diamond ring smash. Jay White in the head with it. One, two, three, it's over. Afterwards, two devils are going to pick up Jay, toss him out of the ring, look at MJF, pull off their masks, and it's going to be revealed to be Will Tereshaw and K. Murphy. We know it's you two. We know it's you two. That's why you're not on the show, Damn it, stop.
0: stop playing this game. <laughs> Will and K, Will and K are not the devils. K is an angelic being. Will might be the devil. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, Will Will might Will might actually be a devil. I can't. I can't speak so ill of 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 Murphy of K K Fabe. Um, so I, I when you were talking about the dynamite diamond ring, I was like, wow, what a what a like they they had like. I when AW first started, there was I thought the dynamite battle royal and the dynamite diamond ring was gonna be something of significance. And it's not. <laughs> like there, there like there's no there's no lore around it. There's you know, there's nothing there. Um And so why even use it at this point? It's kind of just one of those things like if you've been watching AEW from the beginning, you know what the Dynamite Diamond Ring is about. And it's about nothing is what it is. It's just there. Like, MJF doesn't, I feel, in my opinion, I feel like MJF doesn't play up the ring enough. Like, he never really brings it up. He doesn't really talk about it. Like, it should be this ongoing. It should be like, it should be as iconic as Regal's Brass Knucks or Foley's Socko.
1: You know, I could pull a dick move and say that that's the only diamond ring that he's going to have on his life ever, but <laughs> <laughs> it's out there now. I'm sorry, guys.
0: True. Uh, but, yeah, I. It, I so are, we, are we, we're we going MGF here by nefarious oh. means because that's what MGF is doing. But the bigger question is, as you kind of already alluded to, who is the devil?
1: I mean, it's will. We know it's will.
0: That's, I mean, that's... yes, yes, but in <laughs> in, the, in terms of AEW's kayfabe, it is not will. Um, but who who could legitimately be the devil?
1: I've had a lot of people that have given like their ideas for it. Some people have said that Adam Cole's faking it, and it's going to be him. To which I say, you know, I would believe that except for the X-rays. But there's also yeah, that foot is
0: jacked up.
1: It's one of those things where it's like, how crazy would it be if Adam Cole was able to find a way to make this X-ray look legit? Like it just looked like it was just jacked up. Mm -hmm. And he comes back and he was faking the injury the whole time, to which I'd be like, that would be one of the greatest swerves in all of wrestling. It Um, would. I don't know. It's just one of those things where... You have somebody who's kind of like a smaller build. So some people might say, like, oh, Samoa Joe's the mastermind. It's like, well, you're going to pull over Kishi on here now. Where like he's just, like, he's just he's like, I did it for the devil. I did it for Wendy.
0: If he said it for Wendy, that would be great TV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it's a different Wendy. It's somebody from like New Japan who, <laughs> who doesn't, It doesn't even relate. But, um, I don't know. It is probably one of the best mysteries in AEW right now is who the hell is the devil right now? Because it should be MJF because he has called proclaimed himself as the devil. But I don't know if he can replicate himself.
0: That's uh-huh. that's my thing, um, because I felt we solved this issue with MJF with him being the devil. I thought that was known that he was the devil. And so it confuses me that the devil is now showing up again, which kind of makes for good. That's, that's the reason we're here. <laughs> you know, if MGF said he was the devil and MGF has already done his entrances, he did a devil style entrance when he first returned, you know? Um, but now you have another devil. So like, it, I, like I, for a reason I thought like we solved this issue already. I, I sadistically kind of hope it, but I don't want it to happen, but this this has, if done incorrectly, this has the potential of being the higher power storyline.
1: I think I know where you're going with this.
0: <laughs> you know, and it's the whole, it was me, Austin, it was me all along, and it'd be like, reveal as MJF, it was me, it was me all along, but like, we know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, we know it's you. Um... With Adam Cole, uh, I mean, it's very easy to fake an X-ray if, you're no, if you don't know what to look for. You can easily Google some X-ray stuff and that would make sense. However, just being from Comic-Con, Adam Cole was supposed to appear and Adam Cole didn't show up. You know, and I don't know about you, but I don't think a wrestler would miss, on a, miss out on a Comic-Con paycheck if they weren't really injured.
1: Hey, I did <laughs> that at Double or Nothing.
0: He What's up? Supposed, he was supposed to do
1: that meet and greet, but he didn't show.
0: Mm. So, day. Hey, Sorry. I mean, you never know. Um, oh my god! It's it is not Vince the. That... Oh, sure. <laughs> if Vince was the <laughs> devil.
1: Somehow, Ariel Armani bought <laughs> <won> AEW <laughs> under Tony Khan. That would like, oh, be the greatest thing ever. Let's
0: have Vince just be the devil. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, what if it's Kyle O'Reilly? Hmm. Maybe Kyle's finally back.
1: Maybe, yeah. You know, I mean, you
0: know what it is with AEW? Their roster is so big and everybody that they've signed or not signed, even though the bunny is not signed anymore. Um <laughs> Everybody that's signed doesn't always show up on AEW TV. Sometimes the relegated so is ROH, who doesn't have a TV deal, uh, which is a bad move because I don't want to watch Rampage. I'd rather watch Ring of Honor, uh, you know. And so you don't really see them. It's kind of like it's it's hard to establish who's where in AEW. A lot of the time it's a lot of people are just on both shows and you don't see everybody else. in so the undercard, I don't even know what Dark or Dark Elevation is still going on at this point. So there it's, it's not. It's not. Kids. Yeah. But there. But there's so m- many people on the roster that you never really see that it could legitimately be anybody.
1: Except for Captain Insano. There's no way that's Captain Insano.
0: Oh, I, I forgot about that. They're having that. They're having that street fight tonight on AEW. <laughs> they are. Yeah, the the one sponsored by Sega, the Like a Dragon Street Fight, and I was like, Oh my god! And then I was like, WWE does the same stupid thing. Um, <laughs> you know, this is the big match Kenny Omega was hyping out that his partnership with Sega. Um, but Man. <laughs> if Big Show came out tonight as Captain Insano, I would. Give this week's five stars Uh, because he is going to do a street fight and and all of that stuff. Uh, But yeah, no, the devil could literally be anybody. If it's MJF, I feel like that's. It's kind of a slap in the face, Um, so it's got to be somebody big. Maybe it's Roddy.
1: Maybe like you said, it's one of those things where they have their
0: bloated. It's so bloated. Maybe it's Andrade. Like, who knows? (laughs) Maybe it's Miro. <laughs> it could be
1: it could be Lana for all we know.
0: <laughs> it, it could be Lana or what is she is she going by Lana or she can't go by Lana? Is she going by CJ Perry?
1: I think for some reason I'm always going to call her Lana even though she is now going by her real name as CJ
0: Perry. <laughs> yeah, I, Lana sounds a lot better. Um CJ Lana Perry. <laughs> it is not George Bush. Stop it. Charles. What? Charles is just being an antagonist for the sake of being an antagonist he has a he has the week off um so i i, I don't know it's gonna remain a mystery uh I'm for for as a betting man I'll go I'll go roddy because give roddy something to do Fair enough. yeah
1: um just, just to see how the iwC will react I'm gonna say it's tony Khan just as a giant troll to mjf
0: <laughs> and Fred's official pick is Aubrey
1: <laughs> <over> the <ref. laughs> hey
0: there's history there so it makes sense yeah that's that's very true yeah the, again there is some weird history there maybe it's renee young uh but let's move on we can do this all day um <laughs> i'm just imagining that or renee paquette my my fault it's not renee young um it could be coach it could be jonathan Coachman because coach has been talking some shit about wwe for a, while, for a couple of days now um But let's move on to this. AEW Women's World Championship. Hikaru Shida, the AEW Women's Champion, versus one of the most over characters currently in all of pro wrestling. I don't know how she pulled it off because I thought she was an outcast, but now she was timeless in the black and white motif here. Um, Timeless Tony Storm in LA. And I feel so bad for Hikaru Shida. She just got this belt back, I feel like. (laughs) And I... You got to get, Tony's doing great work. It's weird. It is such a wrestling good job. Like, this wouldn't work anywhere else in entertainment, but in wrestling, this gimmick works, and Tony's doing a great job. It is such a wrestler's gimmick and a wrestling fan's gimmick, and this is one of those things. You got to put the belt on her to see what she does. Like, it, it writes itself. They're in L.A. She's playing a, a Hollywood blonde from the golden era, the quote-unquote golden era of Hollywood, it would be a disservice to have her lose in LA. It would probably make sense. Cause I don't see like here's the I don't think Shida is a strong enough heel. Uh you know, and but you can I just feel like the iron's hot with Tony and to give her this world title. That's just what I feel. Um, Timeless Tony is one of the greatest things on AEW TV. I'll give you that. So I I'm gonna go with Timeless Tony. What do you what do you think here, Nate?
1: Timeless title run. That's all you really need, Tony Storm. I'm sold.
0: Win. I'm sold. I am completely. Uh, timeless title run is. It's got to be like a six month reign, too. Like, I, she's got to go for a long time. You know, she's got to go for a long time. And I feel bad for Akarashita because I like Akarashita. I've liked her ever since she debuted. I think she's a fantastic talent, but. You just ran into a you just ran into a freight train in timeless Tony Storm and like that that train's not stopping for anybody <laughs> you know uh, so we'll we'll see what happens uh, so yeah give it give it to Tony damn it uh, moving on to a match that I actually think might steal the show it is a Texas Death Match in Los Angeles uh, it is a Texas Death Match. <laughs>
1: Texas Deathmatch in Los
0: Angeles. Yeah, it's a Texas Deathmatch in Los Angeles. Uh, Hangman Adam Page, uh, the most forgotten person of the elite, versus Swerve Strickland. And I guess it's it's uh, Hangman versus Swerve 2 in a Texas death Match. Listen, I, I talked about how much I love Hangman Adam Page, and I think he kind of is lost in the sauce and all that is AEW, which is very unfortunate. Uh, yes, death match, quote-unquote, because it's not a real death match for 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 reasons <laughs> for reasons um but i outside of swear was really weird sidekick i forgot his name at this point uh the I forgot the Swerve character and the freedom that he's gotten, which I don't think he would have gotten this much freedom under the regime when he was, you know, released and let go of in WD, But the freedom he's gotten to develop and become this persona and is kind of this larger than life figure, and it's it's a very unique character that we haven't really seen on such a platform as AEW slash WWE, it hasn't been, like this is a character you might see played by, uh, you know, an African-American performer on the indies and get pretty over, but then you go to an, a WWE in particular and they might do a total rebrand of them, you know, and Swerve has gotten the freedom, it's a per- this is a very positive. Swerve has gotten the freedom to really develop his character around his persona and he's a big music head and all of that stuff. Um, and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy. We were talking about earlier his uh, his progression since Lucha Underground uh, of how he's become. I've seen him perform; he's fantastic. And I mean, Hangman, kind of Texas Deathmatch type thing. I think Swerve takes it. That, that's just me. What are your thoughts here, Mister mm-hmm. Nate?
1: I think that Hangman Page is going to continue his streak of deathmatch wins, and he's going to pull out the victory here to tie it up. And they'll maybe do some big blowoff match at World's End, whatever that event's called at the end of the year that AEW is doing. State it's, it's World's End, I think. Uh,
0: like yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's all but, Long Island. I should know this, but I don't. Um,
1: I, well, I will say this: that Hangman definitely makes the deathmatch gimmick work he definitely finds a way to make it very brutal and very um, very well done. And I think that Swerve is just that extra ingredient that is needed to make this matchup even more sadistically brutal. I mean, we've seen what Swerve can do. Holy shit, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't just go into a crib and scare some kid and not expect to get your ass kicked by a pissed-off parent. So.
0: Mm-hmm. So, this is interesting. This is breaking news as we have, do have people who are watching AEW Dynamite Forest right now as we're recording. Uh, Fred's of the Fretzelmania podcast has just reported that there was a promo tonight where Adam, or not Adam Page, sorry, Hangman Adam Page uh, brought up Swerve's firing, Swerve's fiance leaving him, and his kids not talking to him anymore. Oh, buddy. And he also mentioned he Page is also, Hangman Adam Page has also said that Swerve will never make it to the big time. I might have to watch this promo at some point. This solidifies my choice that Swerve is going to annihilate Hangman Adam Page on Saturday. If there is a match that I really want to see, it is this match here. Um, especially if those what Fret is saying those promos are legit. This has become a marquee match and i did not know jesse Me- commit because he was engaged to jessica maya the former nxt town i didn't know jesse left him that is very big news uh and to have that be revealed in a promo is whoo whoo that's a lot that's a big one um so this has become a much bigger match <laughs> This is it become a much bigger... You know something that I don't know, Smiley, and I'm going to have to pick your brain about this off-air. Um, or we can talk about it next week uh, when you're on the show. Surprise, surprise. But yeah, Swerve, Paige, Texas Deathmatch, this will probably still the a show. This is a great AEW-style match. Uh, let's move on uh, to another match that could potentially still the a show, but I don't think it will. Uh, we have the AEW International Championship. Cassidy, Moxley two again they had a great showing the first time um seemed kind of, I mean it seemed kind of weird that Moxie had dropped so quickly or about Cassie had dropped so quickly or whatever it was they did they hot potato the international title for a little bit um but now we're doing it again everybody's healthy I think <laughs> you know so this should be a fingers crossed uh this should be more definitive um For me, this is a toss-up, and until my mind changes, I'm going to defer to you, Nate, so you can figure this out for me. I'm going to go with Cassidy on this one, because I really don't think that
1: Moxley needs the international title, Um, and I feel like there's somebody else that could take the title off of Cassidy and make it get that prestige again. I mean, Cassidy has done a great job with that title, no doubting that. Yeah. Um, But I think that there's another person that can definitely elevate it more on the heel side of things, and that's Tenoste Takeshita. So, oh I yes, he wins here, but he's going to drop the belt to Takeshita down the line.
0: I like Takeshita. I have I mean, I've watched Takeshita fight. He's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And uh, the one thing, because Takeshita's part of Don Callis' family, whatever faction Don Callis is calling himself now, um the one thing that that faction is missing is a champion, legit champion. Um, and I think Takeshka holding the international championship would be great. Absolutely great. Um, Cassidy upsets a girl super saiyan. Uh, yeah, I'm going to lean. I, I'd, I liked your reasoning, so I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy as well. Uh, his best friends are from Long Island, too, so that kind of gives him a little bit of a push. Uh, nothing against Mox, but at this point, what the hell else is Mox going to do with AEW? He's chilling right now.
1: Uh, he'll just go and uh, blade himself in the comfort of his own home. It's fine.
0: Something like that, you know. It's you know. It's on a, on an off day. You know. It's what he does. Uh, but yeah, let's move on from this. Uh, we've got tag titles. Is that still a thing, folks? Uh, the AEW World Tag Team Championship is in a fatal four way. Uh, championship match, we have the House of Black versus FTR versus LFI, Lucha, Lucha versus the AEW Tag Team Champions in Ricky Starks and Big Bill. And no, folks, you cannot teach that. Uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill um, are the AEW World Tag Team Champions. Like, we went from went from Big Cass to Big Bill. There weren't any other names. No, no. I, I guess uh, I guess
1: Big Bob was taken. Uh, Big Joe,
0: <laughs> Bob's discount uh, furniture. Like, what do you want to do?
1: Um, I, I think Big Boy would get him in a little bit of uh, copyright trouble. Yes, so.
0: it would. Shout out to uh, shout out to Outcast Andre Three Thousand coming out with an album on Friday, which I'm very excited for. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that probably would. Like, I, I don't Big Bill. I don't know. I like, I love the alliteration. I mean, this is a match for. It's like, hey, everybody's going to get a time to shine type of match. Uh, honestly, in something like this, I'm going to go with the champs. I think Ricky Starks, absolute Ricky Starks, and Big Bill will retain. Uh, FTR is going to give them a run for their money. But I wouldn't be surprised if FTR wins, but I don't think they will. I'm going to go with Ricky Starks and Big Bill. I'm going to agree with that.
1: Yeah. There's, this is just kind of one of those, like, everybody in the pool, it's okay kind of
0: matchups so
1: B- big absolution is gonna win so
0: he was kaz excel in uh in tna that's right wasn't he kaz excel for a little bit i think he was yeah, yeah i he was, it was
1: there? a brief little run and then just was like up oh, nope, no, never mind
0: yeah yeah i mean he did have some hellfish i think he was getting he became epileptic for a while oh I, I i remember i remember reading something like that happened on the indie scene with him and it was pretty scary so like if he's wrestling it Pretty it's much nice. means, pretty much means he's healthy. So good for him, uh, you know. But uh, you know, give him keep let him keep the tiles. Let him be, let him be what he was supposed to be years ago. We'll see what happens. Uh, oh yeah, this is also a match. Uh, <laughs> tag team match. We're in the tag team section of AEW Full Gear. Uh, the battle of the people who kind of started AEW. Uh, the Young Bucks in fighting again with a member of the Elite. Go figure. The Young Bucks are going up against Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, now known as the Golden Jets. And if the Young Bucks beat Omega and Jericho, they have to disband as the Golden Jets. This is a thing. Jericho has created another faction in AEW that he can hold on to. Even though it's just him and Kenny. And just by marketing logic, they just came and this is this isn't like Y2 AJ, which was like a thing for a week. Um yeah, I, I understand smiley. Um they did just come out with some shirts. I think for I think the young Bucks take a loss in, a, in I know it's rare for them to do that, but I think the Bucks take a loss. Uh, at this point, and the Golden Jets, the Golden Jets become a thing for a little bit longer. Yeah,
1: I'm just Golden Jets. <laughs> but I'm gonna go give a golden shower to this match, <laughs>
0: <laughs> even though I know it's gonna
1: be awesome. It is. But it, its its
0: going to be fun. Yeah, we'll give it. You that. also have
1: to remember that we had. The Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, which stole the show at Revolution. Mm -hmm. and was one of the best matches of the year. This one I have less confidence in. And it's not saying that this is going to be a bad match. It's just not as good. We've seen, unfortunately, Jericho having a bit of uh, issues wrestling sometimes. So he's definitely slowing down, in all honesty. So I think that's one of the reasons why. Plus... This weird story about the young bucks are just like, Oh, why is he in our locker room? Oh, why is this that? Why is it? We're gonna whine like a couple of babies. Dude, stop. You were you were jobbed out to the Miz and Morrison. Get over
0: it. <laughs> Just stop. Miz and Morrison, hey, hey, ho ho. One of the greatest oh. one of the greatest songs ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought that shirt because uh, it was so funny. Um so so funny. The Golden Jets Exploded Revolution, sure. Let, let's do that. Let's have them a mini run. Let's they got to do something, right? There'll be EVPs or whatever. Yeah, just let's let them do something. Uh, let's move on, move on to this. Uh, more tag up this time in a trios form. We have the TNT champion. I put that in air quotes TNT champion Christian Cage. Oh,
1: no, no he is legit. He oh, he is legit.
0: legit now. Okay, sorry for that. So, you have the TNT champion Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. Uh, versus uh, the rated R superstar, Adam Copeland, formerly had an edge, uh, versus Grandpa Sting and his grandson, Darby Allen in, <laughs> <laughs> in a trio match. This is another interesting, fun match. Um, edge, Christian, Sting being Sting, Darby being... Like, it, it matches up all really well. Um... I can't. I can't call him Adam Copeland because it's like that's your real name. Uh, Edge team. Team Edge and Sting will win. I mean, legal. You have Edge. You have Adam Copeland or Edge, debuting a couple weeks ago, or about a month or so ago. Sting is literally on his retirement tour. That's what he tells us. Yeah. It's L.A. It's a big market. It's probably the last time. Uh, what is? I don't even know Christians. Christian has a legit stable at this point. It's just Christian. Um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's like it's just Christian, and everybody else is in the background. Yeah, it's
0: Christian and Christian and the and whomever Christian and the dinosaur, I guess. Um, <laughs> Christian with dinosaur and a little boy who doesn't have a di- Oh yeah, C- Christian and the Dino Nuggets. Uh, we'll just call it that. Um,
1: <laughs> I like
0: it. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree that team Grandpa, Dad, and Son win.
0: It is like it is Grandpa. Yeah, no, yeah, Grandpa, Dad, and Son. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, it's probably the last time Sting's gonna be performing in L.A. Give him the freaking win. I'd give it to him. That might show up to World's End just because of see Sting. Because I've never seen Sting wrestle. I've seen Sting in the Hall of Fame, but I've never seen Sting wrestle. Watch Edge heel turn for no reason. Yeah, probably. No, Probably. Let's I, I see that. Probably. Come on. Edge and Christian working together? Awesome. And if it's really, called, if, if Christian's thing is really called the patriarchy, Jesus Christ, he watched too much Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> is, is what that's telling me. Uh, but let's move forward. Uh, so we have uh, the tbs championship because that
1: oh it's, it's a triple threat that's it, it is, is a
0: triple threat the tbs championship julia hart chris statland and we do know the winner of this as this just happened on AEW tv tonight it is going to be sky blue so julia hart chris statland oh, sh- sky blue um <laughs> who's going full dark dark sky uh from what mr frets has also reported as well uh she's going full dark sky uh for the tbs title uh triple threat match this is very interesting um Especially because when I was researching this match, I was like, "Oh yeah, Julia Hart's wrestling now. Oh yeah, Chris Statlander still has that title." Like after Jade left, this title has just gone by the wayside. It, it like it really has, and it's a shame. Um, it, it really is a shame because there's a Chris, Chris Statlander is a great talent, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Julia Hart. Uh, has a great entrance. I've never seen Julie Hart wrestle, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, Sky Blue and Red Velvet are big upcoming talents, and there's just not been a lot of talk about this TBS title once Jade left, which should tell you something um, if you're paying attention to it. So in with that being said, I see no reason myself to have Chris Statlander drop this belt at all i think she keeps it for a while i think i think that's the best thing possible right now you haven't i don't sky blue's coming up but she's not built up yet julia hart is a name but she still hasn't really been be like I, i i don't see her as someone like oh i can put a belt on her yet i think you keep it with stat.
1: No, I agree with that, and it's really weird when they try to like bleed some of these stories from like collision to uh, dynamite. It's like there's no, there's no explanation for it. Some people are just like, "Why is this happening? Why the announcer's even gonna announce it?" No, no, it's just we're as shocked to see this as you are. It's like <laughs> just watch your own product. What the hell?
0: Yeah, I mean, I gotta give. I, I got to give it the stat for right now. Give it to the alien girl. Give it the stat. Let her let her do something with this. You know, let her let her actually do something to create something like you. You got to give these women, you got to give them something, a storyline, Give stat a storyline to 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 actually be like a fighting and defending champion or make something of it. You know, I get timeless Tony is a huge thing, and that's doing a lot. But you got like there's other women that you need to utilize this belt for, and that's why the belt is supposed to be there. Um, but what do we know? Uh, you know, we are just we just watch the product and we give our opinions. We we're, just, we? we're just commentating. No one should pay us for anything at all. Obviously, uh, then you have obviously zero hour v the opening <laughs> match. Uh, yeah, during the pre-show, zero hours happening, and guess what? MJF is wrestling because MJF is still one half of the Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. Remember, folks, Ring of Honor is still a thing, if you forgot, even though none of our champions are wrestling currently. Uh, most of our champions aren't wrestling. I'll say not none, but most aren't wrestling. Uh, MJF is still a Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champion, and I feel so bad Anytime Ring of Honor is mentioned on AEW, because they've been to- they've totally shafted them, in my opinion. Uh, and in order for MJF to keep his world title, world tag team titles, he has to defend his titles. Because, you know, there's that weird rule that they like to implement in wrestling from time to time. Um, so he's going up against the guns, and he's going to have a mystery partner, or he might go at it, at it alone. So... Do we get a really big surprise during Zero Hour? AEW is kind of notorious for this with the Casino Battle Royals and whoever the Joker is are usually big surprises. Um, but who is MJF's partner? Even if he get, if he gives himself a partner,
1: boom, boom, Colt Cabana. <laughs> no, no, it's it's going to be Joe. I'm not. You to be surprised at the that? The King on TV. <laughs> Well, he's not king of TV anymore. That's he, right. He just vacated the title for whatever reason. Some people are like, oh, well, I like it. It's like, no, no. Let him fucking get, put somebody over, damn it. Yes, he put MJF over a few weeks ago. Now let him put somebody else over because Samoa Joe's good at that. Let Samoa Joe be good at being Samoa Joe, damn it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what he's also good at? Playing playing characters. Like if you ever watch Swiss of Metal, he's fantastic. Um True. He is a really good character. He's he's a he's a he's the body character of Sweet Tooth, uh, and he apparently is also going to be the voice of King Shark in the new Suicide Squad video game. <laughs> so he's King Shark in the in Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League, which is coming out next year. Um, you know how le, you know how little faith they have in Keith Lee to not have him beat Joe on his birthday. I was and then have Joe drop the title right on right in front of him after beating I, you.
1: I it was so funny because I literally said to my friends, I want to see more Keith Lee and Samoa Joe because this was pretty good. And then when Samoa Joe dropped, him, I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah.
1: They couldn't have just they couldn't have at least given Keith Lee. I understand the guy has some health issues, but it seems Potentially, like Actually, yeah. It seems like he's doing better, but I agree. You couldn't have given like the guy a bone and let him have the tv title for a while because i
0: wonder if he i mean i know that hatfield shoes have been a thing for for keith lee historically and i think that kind of screwed up a lot of his wwe run besides the fact that he was a little bit difficult uh creatively which is arguable about some stuff that they wanted him to do and whatnot like i i kind of get it Uh, But I wonder if those same things are hindering him in AEW slash ROH. Not the help stuff, because the help stuff is always going to be obviously an ongoing issue. But like his uh, ability to be a collaborator with the with with the writing team and whatnot.
1: I don't think about that. And that is a good point. I mean, sometimes you have to be a team player. But at the same time, if you know something's crap, you definitely should say it's crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you only do one well with a pooper scooper? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> yeah. You um, know, but it, 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 there's always that line that you kind of have to toe between, like, you know, you gotta you gotta know your limits. You gotta know what you're willing to do, and sometimes you kind of have to make some sacrifices if you want to get to a bigger, bigger platform. And I don't know if Keith Lee is willing to do that. Uh
1: It's one of those things where it's like, hey, go out there, have a good 10 minute match, but just know that you're not winning. If somebody's going to complain about that, it's like, dude, you're still giving 10 minutes.
0: You're on TV. Yeah. Make the best of TV. You know, but be with SMA. Back to this tag team title uh, dispute. I don't care who it is. I just need them. Like, give it Samoa Joe perfect because Samoa Joe, last time he showed up on AEW TV, I don't know if he's on right now, he said he's dropping the ring of honor television title is no longer be the king of tv he's going after the AEW world title so it would be perfect for samoa joe to team with mjf and screw him over so that he drops the world tag team Championship. to so the guns which there is no reason your main eventer should be doing double duty like i commend you mjf for doing this I think it's great. He's young enough. He has the, um, he's healthy enough. He has the physicality to run two big matches in a row like that. Like, good for him because he's got a lot of, you know, you get a lot of downtime. But at some point, you are the main champion of the company. It is, it becomes more and more of a risk every time that he does double duty on these big shows risk of injury, risk of something weird happening, you know, and there is no reason for him to garner such a, in my, in my opinion, such a minor storyline as compared to the, to the big storyline. Cause he is the main story of the program of AEW. Why are you doing this? You know, give his ring of honor tag titles and the spot to either defend or win these tag titles to two other people who could use the time. And it is, and you're right, Mr. Fretz, it is a problem of overexposure. If you want to be the main event or stop doing the opening, like I get you, can, you're either first or you're last, and if you can do both, props to you. Uh, but you're the, you're the main event for a reason. You are the highlight of the show for a reason. Why are you overexposing yourself? I do agree with that, Mr. Fretz. So, at this point, um, fingers crossed I'm going for the guns. Give the guns something to do. I think they've earned it. What is your official decision here, Nate?
1: I'm going to give it to MJF and Joe just for one reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should drop the belts to the guns. Okay. They need to drop it to the kingdom.
0: Fair. Fair give it to an actual ROH team. <laughs> yes, I get that. I know. Like, <laughs> give like it to an actual ROH part. team. Yeah, I get that. Jesus.
1: Tony Khan, I'm I'm looking I'm looking to be a creative
0: guy. Call me <laughs> seriously. Honestly, cuz like I don't know how good I would be creatively in the world of pro wrestling. I have some ideas, obviously. That's why I have a podcast. But if I wanted to like take my hand at it and kind of like just experiment with it and not kind of have the the pressure of consistently doing stuff on TV, I'd I'd run I'd help be a part of Creative for Ring of Honor. Why the hell not? You know I I mean we gotta give Eddie Kingston something to do. He's the champion, damn it. I love me some Eddie. I'll I'll work with Eddie all day. (laughs) Um you know, I just feel bad for all those people who are essentially relegated to Ring of Honor. Because what do you do? <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, it's interesting really sad, because now Athena is on a roll.
0: She's injured, what, right?
1: Is she injured again?
0: I thought she. I I quote me if I'm wrong. I thought she was injured. Uh, oh, she,
1: she was. Yeah, I think she. I think it was. Um, God, I think I think I was during a match
0: with Willow Nightingale, maybe. Willow's doing fantastic stuff for a while, too.
1: Um. Yeah. It's just one of those weird things where I think that there's, like, this consistent deal where it's, like, an injury happens, Willow's there. <laughs> I'm saying, not saying she's the reason they're getting injured. It's just one of those things where, unfortunately, she's in that circumstance where yeah. where Mercedes got injured, she was in that matchup. Athena got injured, she was in that matchup. It's, like, she didn't do anything wrong. It's just one of those things where it's, like, bad place, bad time sad coincidence at this point.
0: Yeah. But at some point, yeah, you've got to get this tag title off of MJF. Yes. Let him just run with this thing as the AW world champion had to be the only thing that he has to worry about. Um Please, please, please. But folks, that is all of the matches that have been scheduled that we know of for full gear. Remember this happening this Saturday um, at, uh, at the Kia forum in Los Angeles. Um, find the stream. I'm probably not paying for it. I'm not going to lie to you. Find the stream or I might be watching college football, depending on my mood. Oh, that day. All right. Do I have an event? I actually think I might have an event. I might be somewhere, but I will catch this at some point.
1: (laughs) You're just trying to find many excuses.
0: No, 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 no. It it did. I do have a place to go. I do. I do have a prior engagement. I do have to attend. So it's, it's not me being like, Oh, I'm going to be away and just making shit up. Like I, do have some place that i have to be at
1: it's, it's just the funniest <laughs> bit of like build up it's like oh, maybe i could probably watch it no i got a college game doing that no i actually got something else that's
0: going on <laughs> I, <laughs> do, like, I, I do i
1: do I'm, I'm not saying you're making these excuses it's just a funny way that, i can show that you my calendar
0: like right now <laughs> <laughs> i believe you i'm just saying
1: that the way that that was built up was perfect
0: <laughs> be it as it may on paper it looks like a pretty decent card um, and so we're going to try to crown this. How good do you think this pay per view will be? One crowns being the worst thing in the world. 10 crowns being the greatest show of all time for me. Uh, I think that this show will probably do a, th- cause I gotta, uh, I gotta leave room for whatever AEW bots that might happen. Cause I'm so used to it being like, right. That's the thing. My my fear with my a long fear I've had with AEW is that they have a problem sticking the finish. That that's 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 always been my AEW thing is that they don't stick the finish. A lot of the stuff in the middle that they do, great stuff. Um, their match placement is fine, uh, but it's 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 the it's the sticking the finish that sometimes either gets dragged. or... Or it's not what we expected, Fritz. Is, is that a seven or a one, Fred? Spell that out for me, because that looks like a one on my screen, but I think that's a seven. Uh, Fritz. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a seven. But so for me, I am going to also give it a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of it is a seven. Okay, a lot of it really depends on for me. Because uh, I I think the signy reveals himself reveals themselves. Sorry on Friday during Rampage Collision, whatever the amalgamation that is. So that's gonna be off the table. Um and that's always a that's always a cheap way to push up uh the rating of a show. Um but I think if we find out who the devil is on Saturday, that's gonna make or break this. And to be safe for me, I'm gonna give it a seven. I think the Texas deathmatch is gonna steal the show. Um and I think everything else will will play into but I'm gonna go with a seven officially what do you got for me nate i'm gonna give it a
1: 6.7 because of the fact that you mentioned the fact that there's a lot of points where they could find a way to screw this up
0: (laughs) unfortunately yes
1: there are some matches that i'm looking at it's like i am not having faith in how they're gonna end this i feel like we mentioned the triple threat for the tbs title that's probably gonna be one of those things where it's like, "Hey, women are wrestling, but they're not going to give them that much time."
0: It's got to be rushed, yeah. It's,
1: it's going to be bad. Um, the tag team title match—that's going to be rough to watch, just because we don't want to see MJF get hurt. Um, trios match—it's kind of there for the four-team matchup again. Everybody in the pool because it's slightly warm, and <laughs> don't—that's not pee. Um <laughs> That's not. I will say nice. that. I, I feel like there's going to be one more match added and it's going to be with that signee facing off against somebody. I'll make the prediction it's going to be Nick Nemeth versus RJ City, because why not?
0: <laughs> <laughs> RJ City. You better jump that down to a 6.4. <laughs> then <at> this point. <laughs> 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 Nick Nemeth versus RJ City. Jesus, my God. Um. Okay, yeah, so that's, I mean... Listen, Full Gear should be good. I mean, they are... This is going to be a learning curve, so... You got to put this in perspective as well. For the longest time, AEW had only had maybe four major pay-per-views when they first started. And now... Due to money and, you know, their overlords being Warner Brothers or whatever. Um, and obviously, Warner Brothers is obviously going to try to start pushing live streaming on Max, which they have already started under the Bleacher Report tab. Uh, there is, they are transitioning to more of a monthly schedule with pay per views. So it's easy to build. Um, when you only have four to build to throughout the year, it's a completely different monster when you're building from month to month. And that might take some time to do because it's like, all right, story's over, boom, we got to do something else, you know? So it's, it's a little bit more short term, short form. So we will see how that develops with them. Uh, because they 'cause they're 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 debuting a lot of new shows very, very quickly. Wrestle Dream, World's End, you know, it's it's all coming pretty fast, uh, for for them. And so we'll we'll see how it works out for them. Uh so I, I have faith. I have faith. And you know, their product is becoming a little, becoming better. So it's just, you know, you gotta now you gotta really start to smooth out some stuff and try. To, it's it's time for AEW to start taking taking another step. In in the right direction. Let, let's see how they do. Let's see how they do. Full gear will be a good good indicator of how things might go. Um, but like I said, folks, that is the end of our show this week. I want to thank again Nate VF and Great for being a part of the show yet again. He is a member of our Wrestle Addict Radio family, uh, host of the Brace for Impact podcast. As you go through, or as you've been going through, old Impact slash TNA uh, programs and storylines, and different shows, and TNA is now returning officially full-time next year. Uh, And I know you're on a bit of a hiatus, as you so well deserve, during the holiday season, but what is the future of Brace for Impact going to look like?
1: So, for a lot of people that have noticed, I have not been uploading any episodes for the time being, and that is because of the holiday season. I can announce right now that come 2024, going back on a full schedule. It's going to be every other week. We're going to be mm-hmm. talking pay-per-views and such like that. However, to give you guys a little bit of fun stuff, I am going to be trying to create not one, but at least two extra episodes of Brace for Impact that will be released around Thanksgiving time as well as Christmas time because of the fact that I think you guys definitely deserve that. And they're not going to be the typical Brace for Impact episodes. They're going to be a little bit different, so... Bear with me on that, and I will make the announcer of what the episodes are going to be like on social media. So if you don't mind, don't mind Ricky, I'll just plug the social media stuff right now. I was going to I was
0: going to give you that time anyway, so go right ahead,
1: <laughs> Which is at real F'n Game. You can check me out on Instagram as well as on the Twitter or the X, whatever the hell they want to call
0: it. Uh, they don't and, even know. <laughs> the,
1: the, the thing with they used to be a bird, but now it's <laughs> not. Um, definitely check out the... And because of the fact that I'm wearing this t-shirt, the Game Changer podcast, which will be making its return within the hopefully next month or so. And one of the things that I will say is I've been working with the wonderful King Ricky on a couple of new logos that you might be seeing in the merch stand, possibly in the holiday season. But i get your hopes up. I will say that there is one that I'm pushing for. Hopefully we can get that out by the Christmas time. So... Uh, other than that, guys, just feel free to check out a lot of stuff that I do. I do have a lot of the matches that I have participated in the previous year on my YouTube, which is on the Game Changer Podcast Network, where you can also check out some great episodes that I had featuring the lovely SoCal Val, as well as members of the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, or no, it was uh, the Gaul Ladies. There we go.
0: The Gaul, uh, yeah. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling It's glow. And they're, they're a little is, bit different.
1: Yeah, they have their own glow. To be fair, they do. So, <laughs> um, so check out those deals. And hey, if you want to check out some of the archive deals, I was just saying to Ricky that one of these times we're going to have to do another warfare with the Wrestleatic Radio deal, where we get everybody in to do a prediction battle. Uh, check out what happened last time we did this. It was uh, it was it was quite the fun time for me. I don't know, but I know that Will kind of still holds a little bit of a grudge from that. Uh, by the way. Bill's the
0: devil. So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. If if we would have known, that if WWE would have promoted that War Games was coming um, to Survivor Series again, I would have done. I would have done War Room for War Games uh, for all of us because uh, we have you know YLP, uh, Bracer Impact, Fretz, and we would have just done a major a major crossover show, uh, which we can still do, just not for Survivor Series. Maybe we'll do a rumble. So Maybe it'll, it gives you a lot of time to figure things out. Because um, YLP does have to make a return, and he will be coming back very, very soon. But all of that is in the future. But right now, let's get out of here so that I can start going to edit this stuff uh, in the downtime. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 359, Shifting Gears, where we shifted the gear. And Tony Khan took the wheel this week to discuss all things AEW full gear the devil who's probably Mephisto from Marvel um, and and, and whatever new major announcement Sinead Tony Gon has for this weekend full gear is this Saturday with Rampage and Collision happening on Friday again I've been your host King Ricky Rose you can find me at Ambassador to Biggs across all social media outlets whenever I decide to return B-I-G-Z Ambassador to Biggs find Kings of the Rings podcast at K-O-T-R underscore podcast like share subscribe leave us five stars reviews we are found everywhere on social media at KLTR underscore podcast. A link to all of that is in the description below. If you are listening to us, make sure you're listening to us on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast, and follow Wrestle Addict Radio's socials at addict underscore wrestle on Twitter, cause I'm never calling it X, and Wrestle Addict Radio, all one word, everywhere else again the links all of that stuff is in the description below when we come back next week or when i come back next week i'm bringing another midwesterner a smiley midwesterner and we are going to go to war as we break down wwe war games coming to you uh, next week, War Games preview show right before Thanksgiving, so before you stuff that turkey, eat that gravy, and stuff your face with even more stuffing, please make sure to tune in as Smiley and myself breakdown WWE Survivor Series War Games coming from Chicago. I brought a Chicago Chicago native for war games, so it is gonna be fun. So until next week, folks, and on behalf of Nate the F and Great Underbrace Renvack Podcast and rest a lot of Great Others have been King Ricky Rose and Kings of the Rings podcast. Goodbye. Good night. We will see you soon. And oh yeah, I'm I'm forgetting one thing. I probably have should sort have of brought him on the Worgen to be like our sacrificial lamb. And Slack, fuck you, Slack. Fuck yeah. you, Slack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you next week.